home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Everybody, and here we go. It's another week of the Ken Miller Show here on 1700 KBGG. Trent Connor and myself with you Monday through Friday from noon until 2, talking local sports with you as we begin an abbreviated week. In my opinion, the absolute worst week in all of sports. Of the 52 on the calendar, this is it. Look no further. It's the worst. I hate this week. Uh, college football is coming to an end. That's the reason behind my angst. Uh, regarding this week. Uh, maybe it should have ended earlier. In fact, it, uh, it, in Iowa City this past weekend, it looked in some cases like it might have already been over. But the good news is the, the Hoopsters are on the hardwood today. They're playing in the Cayman Islands Classic. Louisiana Monroe is the victim. Trent, give us a quick update on how that's going as we uh, get the week off on the right foot. Well, uh, speaking of off on the right foot, it's Louisiana Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns, not the Warhawks. Thank you. That they're taking on today. And... A Hawkeyes trail 37-20 as we begin the second half, a three-pointer to begin things. They're now 20 at the half to Louisiana Lafayette. So the, but the, the, first half, uh, the second half started on the right foot then well, yeah, with yeah. the three ball, so they're only down 17. They're now. on the comeback trail. Uh, you're not in a good mood. I've been uh, trying to talk to you uh, to get ready for the show today. I can't get anything out of you. A little you grumbling. The, you got the game on your screen over here. It's got your full attention. Uh, what, what, what's going wrong? I mean, help me out. Uh, they're not shooting at all. Uh, shooting has been Is that pouring. a product of defense? Yeah. I mean, this is a scrappy mid-major team that's getting up in their a face. A team with a pulse? And a team that's going to get up on you, and you don't have very athletic guards. Mm-hmm. You're seeing what's happening. Bohannon, he struggles against guards like this, yeah. and it has been a struggle. So is this maybe something that we should file away as the season goes along, that a team with athletic guards is going to not have their way, but make it mm-hmm. difficult for Iowa to get maybe to where a lot of people... Uh, we're starting to think that they could get to. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a matchup problem for them, and that was one of the concerns when Christian Williams decided that he was going to move on. So over the weekend, he's transferring to Indiana State. Into the Valley, yep. Guy that at least had the athleticism to compete against some different kind of guys and, and guard on that end of the floor, too. And that's another problem with this team. Now we find out that Connor McCaffrey has mono. How long is he going to be out? Mm. Your guard, Your guards is Bohannon. It's not He's athletic. Been snake bit McCaffrey. Yes, yes, yes. his career. His backup now is Brady Ellingson. Yep. Uh, Brady would never be confused for nope. an elite level athlete. Nope. And then who's the then third? what? Right, right. No. There, there isn't. Not anymore. Isaiah Moss is not a point guard. No, I don't think he can play. But we didn't think Nick Weiler Bab was going to be a point guard. And look what well, happened to him. You yeah. know, real quick on that. Not real quick. Let's give it to the attention it deserves, and it does. Before we switch to football. Um, look after the after the UW Milwaukee game, Trent. Mm-hmm. This team looked a didn't have a pulse. It had no identity. You had no idea what was going to happen. I mean, this early in the season, you're thinking to yourself, "Oh my God, is it going to be a long year?" Names. I know I was. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I, again, I don't want to go too crazy over what happened this past weekend in the Puerto Rico tip-off in South Carolina. But Trent, I watched bits and pieces of every game. And every single game, and ironically, is the competition, you know, where you would think would would stiffen. Mm-hmm. They got better. Yes. I saw some positive. I mean, Donovan Jackson was really good. He was. He was really, really good. And he was terrible against Early. Milwaukee. And, and that, that was my whole point behind my whole Donovan Jackson thing was, yeah. 
you know, if this is going to be the guy that's going to lead Iowa State there in deep water, he was really good this weekend. Wigington's finding a place. Uh, Iowa State goes to this tournament and finds themselves, and again, we'll know a whole lot more about this team when they play the Hawks, for instance, when Cyhawk rolls around. But this past weekend, at least now you come away feeling that, you know, maybe that light at the end of the tunnel, maybe this is a, is going to be a team that, like, no one's picking them to win the Big 12. No, no one's picking them to finish in the top half of the Big 12. But what I came away from those the weekend was maybe it's not going to be as bad as at least I thought, and there will be some magical nights yes. this January and February at Hilton Coliseum. Pull a big upset, beat a top 20 team. You could see it happen. Absolutely. You couldn't prior to this. No, I don't no. After the UW-Milwaukee game, it was, well, all right. Uh, hopefully, the future and those hide freshmen your wife, coming in hide are good. your kids yes. to steal a, yes. uh, a life from that guy. <laughs> right. It was, uh, yeah, a fun tournament too. You know, they didn't play anybody from a major conference, mm-hmm. but all three mid-major teams. You know, your last two, Boise State's been in the tournament a bunch yeah. recently. Tulsa, we know what kind of program that's been over the last thirty years. Yeah. So you get a couple of nice wins in there, positive momentum, and look around. All right, Cameron Lard's finally out there on the floor. He's finally good to got see to him. see him. Yeah. He is real. He is. He's, he's, he's not a unicorn. No, but and, and you know what? When he was on the floor, you could see the difference he's yes. going to make in yeah. that team. He's good, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's very talented. Yep. Now, Raw, it's going right. to take a while, but overall, a, a smile on the face of Iowa State, a uh, smile on the face of the Hawkeyes, not anymore, after they jump out, uh, give up nine straight. Down forty four. So that that three zero run to start on the yes. back is now. So they're oh my god. Uh, they just hit a three forty four twenty three. Louisiana Lafayette taking it to Iowa, and Iowa was how big of a favorite in this eight and game? a half. So it wasn't no? a monster spread by you. You've certainly seen tip off games in these Thanksgiving or holiday tournaments certainly have bigger numbers associated. When one of them is a Power Five school and the yeah. other one's not. So maybe that was an indicator that this game was going to be a little bit closer. We'll keep an eye on it, though. Keep you Indeed. up to date. All right. So let's go to uh, let's go to, to football. Uh, week eleven is in the books now. Week number twelve coming up this week. It starts uh, Friday for the in the Hawks case. Uh, Iowa State will play at two thirty, same time as the Iron Bowl. <laughs> um, <laughs> What's going to have your attention? Well, I mean, I don't know. Well, yeah, I got to watch Iowa State, K State. You know, but it's the freaking Iron. It's Bowl. the Iron Bowl. Auburn's got a big chance to win that football they game do. too. I think they do. I yes. really. Truly think they do so um you know let, let's start with iowa state zeb nolan um the fourth quarterback the third starting quarterback this this uh this year for iowa state if nothing else let me preface that because i i like the kid i, I don't want to start like this is this is going to be a negative with him i love the fact that zeb nolan is getting appreciable playing time and meaningful playing time down the stretch as in all likelihood, that's going to be his job next year. Mm-hmm. So he's got his first road start out of the way. In all likelihood, although it's Kemp back at the top of the depth chart again, and I don't know what it means because that's where he was last week, uh, Nolan is going to get, in all likelihood, his second road start. Um, he's got a really good arm. Mm-hmm. You could see some of the freshman mistakes that he made, and, and he, the, those will be corrected. But once again, Iowa State goes on the road, and I know Baylor's only got one win. But they went on the road in the Big 12 and and, and left with no doubt that the, the team that uh, walked off the field with the win was the better team. Zeb Nolan, there were some accuracy issues. There were a couple of stretches where passes were sailing wide. You know, he's a freshman. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to happen with the in freshman. In his first start. 
But there's the other side of things, and he made some nice throws. Yep. And the throw to Keem Butler, taking a shot what down a the field. And the catch by Butler was Not absolutely. run after the yes. catch. <laughs> breaking, I don't know what was more impressive. That's just a great question. What The catch itself or the or the breaking the two, ta- or throwing the two tacklers off of him and taking it to the house. Mm. Okay. It's I good being 6'6". Six, six. <laughs> yeah, That's, it's good being 6'6". Six, six. That does help, too. Yeah. Get those guys chucked aside. Yeah, I, I mean, and we go back to right before the Oklahoma game. As the rumors were swirling around, we're sitting here on a Friday. Mm-hmm. Even in the conversation. The freshman. Yeah. Well, then we saw what happened. Four right. consecutive wins, the right. month of October, one to remember. Okay, maybe the ESPN's make the right making a, a detour to get the aim so they can do a special on Kyle Kemp, right, for College Game Day. Why wouldn't they? Now you get the best of both worlds, right? Mm-hmm. You get to have that October. You get to get the bowl. And bin. you've seen your future play this year. And now you get to see the future. Yep. It's all coming together up there for Matt Campbell and company. It certainly is, no question about that. Now the bowl destination may take. Well, we'll we'll, we'll save that for later because mm-hmm. Texas is now bowl eligible, and you got to think that they're not going to leave their home state. I wouldn't think if there's that opportunity. Sure. What does that do to Iowa State down? On the road. I was bowl eligible. It's a good thing yes. uh, that they don't have to go into Lincoln and win this week. Not that they shouldn't, uh, because the Huskers have clearly packed it in, and Mike Riley's coaching his final game this week. Um, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, what happened, Trent? I mean, it was Sindelar. I've liked Sindelar all year long. Yeah, I, and 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 he's a really. I think he's a good player and an underrated player. Mahangu, as I. I practiced all weekend i think i've got it you down. got it he had a game yeah. and, and hats off to purdue's offensive coordinator and their staff for sensing an opportunity to attack 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 and mm-hmm. they did that play after play after play and each and every time the result that they wanted was there at the expense of you know i mean Rigamba did not have a good day let's he didn't it. and yesterday might have been worse when he was actually watching it back well and then they brought in ojamudia Mm-hmm. And he got beat. Now they went after Hankins, and then and then Hankins. Right. Hankins finally made the none play. of them enjoyed the day. But it was seven straight plays, right? Seven consecutive plays. They went to the same spot. You can't kill Phil Parker on that. Well, you know, unless what? you call a timeout, right? You know, could you kill him because they've after that finally made the adjustment to put Jackson on the other yeah. side? You know, was that? But it wasn't over the course of a quarter and a half. It was just boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Iowa doesn't do that. They don't switch defensive sides. They've done. Desmond King didn't do that. No, he didn't. Bradley Fletcher when he was playing nope. out. I'm like, we named every same yeah. way. Never nope. happened. They finally did it with Joshua mm-hmm. Jack. So at least tip of the ball cap there. Mm-hmm. But throughout this game, Iowa again was outcoached. It's as simple as that. They were outcoached because there was one side that schemed, figured out what they could do to beat Iowa and Iowa. We're going to beat Iowa, and that's what made the Ohio State game. So great and so exciting and hopeful for the future is because they actually schemed. Mm-hmm. They schemed to do something different. Not the same old things that we've seen for 19 years now under Kirk Ferentz. It was a scheme to do something different. Do they continue to do that, though? No. They went to tried and true. Mm-hmm. We're Iowa football. This is what we want to do. And that's First how down, you... we're going to run. Yep. And then when that doesn't work, we're going to pass. Mm-hmm. And they'll drop seven in coverage, and we won't get anything because you don't have a wide receiver that can get open. Yep. And on and, and on and on. we get the ball back, go. first down, we're going to run. We're running again. <laughs> running again. Yeah, I know. It's it's so predictable, Trent. It, it is. really and truly is. And there was so much hope that Brian Ferentz would be mm-hmm. the guy to get him outside of the box. I never believed it. We talked at the time. I didn't mm-hmm. believe it. I didn't like the hire. Not because of the name Ferentz. I wanted to see somebody come in 
from outside of the program. Would he have been able to do what he wanted, though? I mean, if, if somebody comes in from outside of the program, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, does, would that have mattered? Brent Vigan was the name that I really liked. He's the offensive coordinator at Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Was with uh, Craig Bull at North Dakota State, with, went, went with him to Wyoming. Because Wyoming is built much like Iowa is. They know they're not going to be able to out-athlete people in the Mountain West, but what they have to do is they have to scheme. And they have to find ways to do their power running scheme with what they have. And he's been able to scheme very well. And they've had some high power offenses up there. Well, they had a quarterback too. That's... They they did. Mm-hmm. But they've been able to do it in a different variety of ways. But would Kirk have let him though? I mean, I, I get what you're saying. And, and, and what he's done is, is certainly worthy of an opportunity at a power five school. But if he, if he would have come to Iowa, would he have been able to, to spread his wings? Well, and that's the problem. Is it? Right. Well, you, you start, you have to run his own blocking scheme. If that's what it is, well, then I was going to be same square peg, round hole, mm-hmm. over and over and over again. If he would be willing to let somebody do the things that they've done in past places, maybe. But that was more, well, Kirk, Brian's the one that can change Kirk. No, he can't. Yeah, I, can't. I thought he would, Trent. I'll I, be honest, I was, I was a member of that school. I, I thought I really was. Son's not going to change dad's way of thinking, and mm-hmm. we're seeing it here. They oh. schemed. They did something against Ohio State, and they went right back to the same bag of tricks. And that's why he scored no offensive points against Wisconsin. You get beat by an average at best Purdue team, a team that actually could stop the run. That well, what sacked, are you gonna that, that sacked Stanley six, six times. times? They had sixteen all year coming into the game. Six a six pack on Saturday, including a couple who don't even get picked up. Just yeah. coming off I mean, the I edge. I think Miles was the guy's yeah. name that was that did all that damage. Just unbelievable. Schematically, Iowa. It's just, it's head-scratching, but that's what you're going to get. There's moments like 2015, they're great. There's 2002 and 04 and 09, those are all wonderful. And then there's this other part of it. And personally, I've always been, doesn't matter the sport, I've always been a proponent and a fan of coaches that adapt to what they have. It's not what you get with Iowa football. There's no adaptation there. It is what they do. And if you're good and you got the players that can do it, you're going to be pretty good. Does it start at the top and trickle down, Trent? Is that where the blame should go? Yes, absolutely. Uh, Give us an update on the score from the bad news on the football to the, well, it's just as bad by the looks of things. Uh, Have they stopped the run? They they have, yep. Uh, 49-31. They trail by 18. And uh, tip back, cut it to 16 on Nunji with a tip dunk. Is there a Hawk that's, that's playing well? No. no P- Pemsel played decent in the first half. Pemsel was, I guess, one of the few bright spots. But, no, just terrible offensively, mm. defensively, some struggles. You know, they played well in stretches defensively, especially early on. They were really good. But, yeah, just it looks like they were, I don't know, sipping cocktails on the beach the last <laughs> couple of days. Mark Morehouse coming up Cedar Rapids, Gazette, Bama. Bob will be here. Dylan Mons, Ames Tribune. He's back when, from Waco. Do a little NFL segment with Nick Athen on the uh, suddenly struggling Kansas City Chiefs. Trent and I are here Monday through Friday from noon until 2. Well, with the exception this week. Monday through Wednesday this week from noon until 2. We'll get. Uh, we'll try and cram as many of our uh, regular guests from later on in the week. We'll move them up if uh, possible. We'll come back with uh, Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette. More on the Hawks, Dylan Montz on the Cyclones at one twenty. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I are here Monday through Friday, noon to 2 on 1700 KBGG. 1700 KBGG brings you Westwood One coverage of the NFL all season long through the Super Bowl. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. 
called New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Tonight on the CW's new military drama, Valor, when life and death are just part of the job. Every second counts. Even the best. Eye on the prize. There's no room for mistakes. And I won't make any. Can be their own worst enemy. Why does a guy who's been to hell and back suddenly question everything? Everybody's got a breaking point. Valor, following Supergirl. All new tonight on The CW. Don't miss Valor. Tonight at 8. Followed by CW Iowa News at 9. If your basement leaks or floods, or if you have mold, mildew, or a musty smell, call Midwest Basement Systems today to request a free basement waterproofing estimate. As Iowa's premier basement waterproofing and foundation repair contractor, Midwest Basement Systems will send one of their certified basement waterproofing specialists to visit your home and conduct a thorough inspection of your basement's foundation. This is Trent Condon from 1700 KBGG. If you average six hours or less of sleep, you're three times as likely to crash your car. Make zero fatalities your goal and stay alert behind the wheel. I'm back. That little voice inside your head. Listen. Our business could use a new laptop, and Office Depot Office Max has huge Black Friday doorbusters. Save $400 on an HP laptop with 8th generation Intel Core i7 processor, only $449.99. It starts at OfficeDepot.com on Thursday at 12.01 a.m. and in-store Friday at 7.45 a.m. Go ahead. You deserve it. Office Depot Office Max. Taking care of business. Limit one. At the Food Bank of Iowa, we know it's hard to believe that someone you might know might be struggling with hunger. But when one in eight Iowans may not be sure where their next meal is coming from, hunger may be closer to home than you think. It affects all kinds of people. Parents, students, families, like the Hardesty family. Even though they work full-time, they struggle to make ends meet. But with three children, giving up isn't an option. We help families like the Hardesty's every day. You might not know this family, but they could be your neighbors. Together, we can help ensure that all of our neighbors in need have dinner on the table. Donate today at foodbankiowa.org. We're the Food Bank of Iowa, and together we can solve hunger. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. If you're sick and tired of the same old delivery options, I have an idea for you. It's Food Dudes Delivery. Food Dudes Delivery delivers for restaurants that normally don't deliver food. And with over 50 restaurants across the metro, Food Dudes Delivery can find whatever you're craving. And for listeners of Jimmy B and TC, $2 off any order of $20 or more. Just use the coupon code JBTC. That's JBTC for 2 bucks off your next order of $20 or more. Food Dudes Delivery. Online, Food Dudes Delivery. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. 
Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids, Gazette momentarily. Uh, Some news regarding Baker Mayfield. Lincoln Riley, Oklahoma's coach, uh, has stripped him of his captaincy, and he will begin the game against West Virginia, who will be playing without their quarterback, Will Greer, who's now out for four to six weeks. Uh, Mayfield, the Heisman leader at this point, will begin the game on the sideline. So he won't start... There's, there's been no, I guess, clarification as to how long will he play at all in the West Virginia game. Um, more on that, I'm sure, coming up with Bama Bob. Uh, as we move on here, let's get to Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette. Uh, he joins us. Mark, as bad as Iowa-Purdue was, would you rather be covering the abysmal game or a story like Baker Mayfield that is just uh, eating up column after column in the state of Oklahoma as well as at uh, some of the national websites? What's more fun to cover, Mark? Um fire <laughs> yeah yeah um i'm not voting for uh baker mayfield anywhere in my heisman ballot so you, you just fyi you you i'm your heisman voter yeah and prior to saturday where did you have him i had not really narrowed it down i'm, I'm you know I, I i can't reveal my vote but right. we're not voting yet right. but here's my thoughts i'm not voting for baker mayfield uh barkley's in it um yeah. Who struggled down the stretch in his own right, although didn't flip off the uh, flip off the other sideline that we know of, grab his crotch and drop repeated f bombs. Yeah, he's out. Um, I'm not voting. He's that's just punk crap. That uh, you know. Good luck to you, uh, Baker Bieber. Uh, I'm not. I'm not having you um, <laughs> later. Uh, who else would I vote for? Um, Love. I I vote for a defensive guy every year. I haven't really looked at that that far yet. Uh, I, I don't know. Love and Pac-12 feels like it's fiction because I just never. I'm too tired to watch it anymore, so I don't even know what's going on out there. For sure, not voting for Baker Mayfield. I just wanted to say that. It feels good to say that. Well, maybe you can vote for Josie Jewell, but he will not be amongst the finalists for the Buckus Award. Surprising to you at all, Mark? We're getting in kind of the minutia here of the award season, and it's upon us, Trent. It, unfortunately, it's here. But uh, a surprise he didn't make the cut of the final five. No, you got to win. Yeah. Your team has to win for you to be on that stage. And uh, Iowa is six and five, and they lost to Purdue last week. So, uh, no matter how well, and Josie played really well in that game. I mean, it was a hurricane time, and he was doing everything. It was the bad news bears, and uh, Kelly Leak was running around catching all the, all the fly balls, and and that was uh, Josie. So, yeah, uh, that's stupid. Those awards are stupid. Um, I don't vote for them anymore, really, because. Uh, uh, I can barely vote for Iowa's first team offense at this point, and that's the team that I cover. And so I try to stay with the team I cover. And asking me to really do anything else outside of the Big Ten is is kind of ridiculous at this point. I have not had time to study or even think about any of that, and it's a short week this week. So, uh, 
yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, dropped passes, six sacks given up, um, a secondary that was picked on with the exception of Jackson until he moved over, finally moved over to the other side uh, and provided some help over there. Uh, against Mahongu, uh, what's what's the biggest the the biggest um, I guess glaring issue from the Purdue game from where you sit? What was it, Mark? Of all the things that went wrong, what's the what's the biggest issue in your mind? I think the offensive line is completely crumbled, and uh, six sacks against Purdue uh, that was not a, a heavy, it's a heavy pressure team, lots of blitzing, and does it had it, multiple fronts, but uh, still it's you know six or eight. Sometimes nine guys, and you got to figure out how to block them. And you know the numbers game has, has not really worked out for Iowa this year. But six sacks, and there was one play in this game where, uh, you know, Purdue seemed to have lead the league and big defensive linemen wearing little guy numbers, and it was like number six or eight ran right over top of uh, uh, James Daniels and uh, did a, a defensive lineman sort of dream sack, run over the center, dive in the middle of the dive and uh, sack the quarterback. And he, uh, I can't remember which guy it was, but that happened. It might have been it happened Miles. way too much. Stanley was hit way too much. Yeah. Uh, uh, nothing nothing really worked. And, uh, you know, I think the bigger question going forward into this week, you guys, and I think you guys will probably want to talk about this, uh, you know, Nebraska's probably getting a new coach yeah. and is probably going to be uh, their dream coach in Scott Frost. Iowa is trying to win its seventh game, and it's, Hopefully, you know, it's going to be in a bowl game. Uh, looking at probably Pinstripe or or Foster oh, Farms or I can't remember, Music City, one of those. Which program after Friday will be in a better place, do you think? Mm-hmm. Immediately be- in a better place. Which fan base will be more excited, uh, Mark? There's another question, Part B. To the oh, I could tell you which one. I could tell you which one that'll be. I, that'll one, be Nebraska. I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. Which, I mean, think about that for a little bit. They're getting a new coach. But, They're all jacked up, right? And and if you look at this game, Iowa just lost to Purdue. Uh, Nebraska's, you know, they're in full. Uh, I have to show the coach that I'm worth keeping mode mm. for some of the players. Mm-hmm. And I was going into a position, into a thing or a stadium where uh, that team's got nothing to lose. That fan base is fed up, and they would love nothing more mm-hmm. than to punch a hole in Iowa. And, <laughs> You know, they Nebraska would still be what uh, five and seven at that point. Yep. No one's going to remember that. They might hang on to beating Iowa in the game in the final game of the year a little bit. So I think uh, you know, big stakes for the Hawkeyes this week. I know it's only seventh win, but um, you want to cash a check against a four and seven Michigan or a, a Nebraska team that you know is just waiting for the next coach to come in. Looking back at what we've seen, Mark, the last two weeks, and back to the Ohio State game, and it just seemed to that game where Iowa schemed so well, that they did something outside of their comfort zone. Does that lead to some of the frustration that we're seeing here from the fan base is because, well, they schemed against Ohio State. Why can't they do that against everybody? Or is that just too simple of thinking? Uh, I don't think they did a heck of a lot different against uh, Ohio State. They just, I think it was more Ohio State just not, not really having a solid defensive game plan. Uh, I think they wanted to keep Iowa in front of it and bend don't break, but they broke. Uh, they broke repeatedly, and so I think it was it was less what Iowa did or any tricks that Iowa pulled against Ohio State, and it was just Ohio State's defense uh, having their worst day of the year and having a kind of a shaky game plan as far as what it wanted to do. So far, you know, you guys have seen the last two weeks, you attack Iowa. You know, Iowa's offensive line is not very athletic, so you run at it 
full speed, and good things happen for your defense. It causes havoc. And uh, Ohio State did not do that. Everyone else this year has against Iowa and pretty much gotten away with it. Special teams uh, have been uh, anything but special as well, Mark. I mean, uh, from from uh, Vandenberg attempting to return uh, punts, Rastet attempting to punt. Um, it, it's it's there, there's a whole lot of wrong on this team. Special teams uh, is, is certainly part of it. I don't. Yeah, they don't have a punter. I mean, they have two guys who punt. They don't have one punter, and that you know, just leaving that to maybe kind of Nate Stanley's the guy. Year. You know, he, Stanley was asked about his punt in the post game, and I there's a, usually there's every week there's a question that that stops me in my tracks and yeah. thinks why in the hell did that guy answer ask that question? You know what? When the quarterback punts, no matter how cool the punt is, it's a bad thing. It's a bad <laughs> sure. thing for that offense. Yeah. It's a bad thing for that team. It could be the most beautiful punt in the world, but your quarterback is punting. Don't ask that stupid question. <laughs> ask about what the hell happened to the offensive line, and do you feel like you have PTSD yet from uh, all the hits you took during that game? No, you don't ask about the, pun- the quarterback punting. But anyway, yeah, uh, Iowa has two punters that aren't very good, and maybe they'll be good next year. I don't know. Uh, and then uh, Matt Vandenberg not catching another punt for a second week. Uh, man, uh, dropping one, a, real hole, one. A, re- a real hole in what they want to be special teams-wise, I really – that's. To me, that's two punt returners who have made critical errors and cost them in games. Uh, that's the coaching thing. And that's that's probably, you know, if this were the real world, and it wasn't Iowa football, you'd be talking about fireball offenses here, I think. So uh, to begin the second half, Purdue comes out, they scheme, they come up with, hey, maybe there's a weakness over there. <laughs> Seven consecutive times they go to the Frenchman. What's his name, Ken? Uh, Mahangu. Mahangu. Only Iowa can lose to a French wide receiver, yet here we are. From, from Paris, literally from Paris. Yeah, that guy, uh, I think that was being outcoached. I mean, mm-hmm. the, they had the wind. Purdue had the wind, and it was, uh, you know, they could have run some handoff. They could have played it safe. You know, in a close game, they could have played it safe. Nope, they went for it, and it paid off big time. Um, I've never seen a matchup, a one-on-three and eventually four matchup, decide a game so decisively and so obviously than that one. I mean, it's rare that you see a matchup where uh, two touchdowns are scored in a three-minute span and you and you kind of just feel like the game is over. And uh, Purdue did that. To me, that was out coaching. That they, they took the win and were like, all right, you know, let's try some bombs. And Iowa did not do that with the wind. And maybe it couldn't. You know, maybe it couldn't. If you look at what Iowa's trying to be and do, you know, six sacks, you know, can't. Is that is Stanley going to have time to even check out who's in route? So two very different offenses, two very different struggling, and uh, to me, uh, gold star for Jeff Brown. I mean, they went, they had the win, they had the, that advantage, and they made the most out of it. Um, let's end on a positive. What was what was the positive? I mean, could can you find one from the Purdue game, Mark? I mean, did, you said Josie Jewell had another terrific game. That's almost you know comes to be expected uh, of him. Was there was there anybody else that stood out in a positive way to you? I think the defensive line has become a good a good unit. Uh, it's hard it's hard to run against Iowa. It's still hard to score in Iowa. Um, that secondary thing, I. I I, I, it's never happened before. I've never seen Phil Parker rip, rip through three corners who got smoked on you know in, in a such, such a short another. time period. Yep. 
So I'm kind of, you know, that's that's a one-off. I'm going to give them a one-off. I think Nate Stanley is still doing everything he can possibly do to help this team win. Um, I, I think he's not... He's made a few mistakes the last few weeks, a few more. I think he is pressing a little bit because nothing has been going right. So I, I still think he's a positive, but, you know, the rest of the offense, no. I mean, uh, no. It's just uh, uh, from uh, the play calling, which I think has been frantic, just trying to find something that works, to the offensive line just being a null, uh, null space right now. I, I uh, yeah, that's Stanley's still trying. Josie's still do, being Josie. That's really all you can hang your hat on, I think, at this point, if you're a Hawkeye fan. Maybe it works in Nebraska this week. Who knows? Well, you mentioned excitement. And Nebraska, the excitement that they may have with the new coach coming in, especially if it is Scott Frost. What should be the excitement for Iowa going forward? We talked about the youth of this team. Yeah, it's frustrating the way the last two weeks have gone. But do you still see upside going forward with this program, or are there still more question marks than that for you? Let's see at the end of the year. Uh, let's see how this thing re- responds in Nebraska. Let's see what happens in the bowl game. If there are two L's, yeah, the questions get a little bit tougher and a little bit in- more interesting because you know you'll be you'll be uh, looking over across the border against a Big Ten team. I guess to the right or to the left. I guess if you're looking at Nebraska, <laughs> right? Um, uh, no left. <laughs> I don't know which way I'm facing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, Nebraska. To me, you're going to be looking at that sort of uh, enthusiasm, and you're going to be playing, let's just say, Boston College in the pinstripe ball. You're not going to be able to compete with that. So just focus on what Iowa is or isn't. I think uh, I think a lot of people are assuming that the, there's a lot of money in the bank now with this offensive line having so much experience. Yeah, maybe there is. They still need to develop in the winter, and you know that needs to happen. And they'll be replacing uh, at least you know Sean Welsh, who's probably the best offensive lineman. So there's some work to do there. Uh, they'll be looking at new running backs. You know, it's, to me, you know, what's going to go on recruiting? Are you, sign, are you going to be excited about the players who sign? I was recruiting classes where it's usually ranked. So, you know, I, 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 I don't see a big new spark coming. I really don't. Um, I, I think people have kind of, you know, there were 60,000 people there Friday or Saturday. That's, that's uh, one thing that no one's really talked about. 60,000 people in the stadium was pretty empty at the end of the yeah, game it sure was you know the, the question is are people turning their backs on the program on that game on that effort on the cold on fairness you know I, I think right now it's probably a little bit of everything um i don't know what the big exciting thing will be unless iowa wins this week and then crushes somebody in a bowl game then there's your fire that's what gets you going for you know, through the the winter months into into spring. Happy Thanksgiving, Mark Morehouse. We'll catch up with you on Monday. Thank you. You, you bet, guys. Take care. Thank you, Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette, uh, talking Hawks. Still in Mont's an hour from now, actually fifty minutes from now. Uh, One twenty on Iowa State. Bama Bob is next. Trent and I continue. Uh, it's the Ken Miller Show Monday through Friday, noon to two seventeen hundred KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Bellagio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. Attention, drivers with Class A CDL. 
Are you looking for a solid career that offers great benefits with the time at home you desire? How about earning $70,000 a year plus starting from year one? If this sounds good, come join our growing team at ADM. We offer a complete benefits package including 401k, health, life, dental, and vision. And we even offer a pension plan. With ADM, you'll get paid vacation, personal days, and holidays. Oh, and don't forget, $70,000 a year to start. Drivers must possess a Class A CDL with hazmat tanker and passport or be able to obtain a passport within the first 60 days of employment. Don't wait. Call ADM today at 515-265-8437. That's 515-265-8437 or visit us at adm.com forward slash careers. ADM requires successful completion of a pre-employment drug screening and background check. ADM is an equal opportunity employer for minorities, females, protected veterans, and individuals with a disability. Get ready to door bust. Rent-A-Center's pre-Black Friday doorbusters are here. This Friday through Wednesday, you can shop insane pre-Black Friday deals on the brands you want most. Come early for doorbusters like an LG 4K TV, Xbox One, Samsung Galaxy Phone, and Beats by Dre headphones for crazy low weekly payments. But you better hurry before the best doorbusters are gone. Only at Rent-A-Center. Big brands, small payments. Rental purchase lease transaction. Participating locations only. See manager for details. He went to Jared because... The Vault is now open for the Jared Black Friday event, November 24th through December 3rd. Take advantage of amazing prices on select merchandise, all hand-picked by Jared's expert jewelers. So be of good cheer and go to Jared.com to discover what's inside the vault at the Jared near you. Some exclusions apply. See Jared.com for details. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in the sun here at Camp Sunnyside. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago. 
Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9, Des Moines. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Connor and myself with you uh, until 2 o'clock. Coming up in the 1 o'clock hour, we will talk with Dylan Montz. Uh, from the Ames Tribune, he covers Iowa State. He'll be here at one twenty. Uh, Nick Athen, one forty. We'll do a few minutes on the NFL, in particular the AFC West, with a team at least at one time that looked as though maybe the AFC is going to go through their home stadium, Arrowhead. Uh, perhaps not anymore, Trent, as they uh, fell again to the New York Giants, whose two wins have come against AFC West teams. <laughs> right? Yeah. Denver, and now the Chiefs become their latest victim. Update from the Cayman Islands. Yes. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette, 68, Iowa, 55. They've cut it to as close as 11. Just got beat, and Fran McCaffrey losing his mind on his team as they come off the floor. Uh, defensive inefficiencies continue for the Hawkeyes. Wow, that's a stunning uh, stunning result early on a Monday morning. Uh, let's get Bama Bob in here as we recap college football. Lots of ground to get to, as there always is on Mondays with Bama. Bama, I'll, I guess we better start with Baker Mayfield. He's been stripped of his captaincy. Uh, he will not start against West Virginia. No idea how long Lincoln Riley's going to leave him on the sidelines. Of course, West Virginia is going to be without their quarterback, Will Greer, who's out four to six weeks. His season is probably done. Bama, uh, you know me. I'm, I'm a hockey guy. Um, you can only take so many taps against the back of your legs with a hockey stick before you're going to turn around and drop the gloves. However, with Baker Mayfield, if it would have been just the you know flipping the bird or it would have just right. been the dropping the f bombs the crotch grab through the you know the 10 or 15 yard whatever it was 5 to 10 yards the whole length of his of his sideline um the, he hit the trifecta bama he's got to be above that even though i get that kansas was trying to get in his head and they obviously did this is this is the quarterback of your team, a team that's in the college playoff in all likelihood. You have to rise above it. He didn't. Your thoughts on yeah. Baker Mayfield? Yeah, I well, for, I agree with with everything you said there, Ken, and, and I applaud Lincoln Riley for at least taking some action. Now, you know, if you really wanted to be a cynic, you would say, well, if Will Weir was playing, how long, you know, would he be suspended, and you know, uh, or would that have affected it? But listen. I hope it's for a half. I really do, minimum. I mean, and I understand where they're at in terms of team goals and being in the playoff picture. It's not just the Big 12. I mean, they're going to the championship game, but they have a lot more to play for. We've talked before. I mean, I love the guy's competitiveness, his fire, you know, how fiery he is. That works for him. We see the, the polar opposite in Jalen Hurts. That works for him. I have no problem, you know, one end or the other of the spectrum or some sort of middle ground. I, I really and truly don't. But this isn't the first time that Baker Mayfield has gone up in a press conference and apologized yeah. for his actions. Mm-hmm. We all know what happened, you know, uh, in Columbus after that. And and so and I don't want to buy this. I just got caught up in the game crap. I mean, stuff goes on every single game. And is Kansas really a rival? That's the big thing to yeah. me. 
I mean, where was this during Bedlam or, or you know, anywhere else? I mean, I understand what Kansas was trying to do, and there were some cheap shots taken in that game. I, I, I get it, okay? But really, are, are, you, are they your rival? I don't think so. So you, you have to rise above that. It happens to a lot of players every game. There's not, you know, he shows his competitiveness more than a lot of other people do. But as a leader of the team, as a quarterback of the team, as a, a guy that's, that's hopefully going to lead your team into the playoff, you have to be smarter than that. You have to be better than that. And this is at least the second time that you've apologized for your actions. Third, uh, there was an off there. There was an out of season uh, incident that he had yep. to, uh, you, you know, go in front of the cam. Well, Bama, let me put yep. it this way. Just let me tell you what Mark Morehouse. We just had Mark Morehouse on. He has a Heisman vote. Um, yep. If you did, and you should, uh, would you, would you leave him? Mark's going to leave him off his his ballot entirely. Now we're not supposed to know who he's voting for, um, right? He's not going to have Baker. He didn't say that he was going to have him on there in the first place. I don't know how he would. Right. I mean, Mark's a knowledgeable football guy. If you had a vote, would you leave him off entirely? No. Uh, I, I will say this. It would factor into my decision, okay? And and I know he's only got really two games left. He's got the game against West Virginia. I assume he'll play in that one in the Big 12 championship game. Look, he's the best player on the, on the in college football this year, okay? But you contrast his demeanor and everything that goes on with him to a guy like Saquon Barkley. Now, Mayfield's had a better season than Barkley has. In the two biggest games, you know, in their two losses, he, he really didn't play well. You could argue if that was his fault, not showing up, play calling, offensive line, whatever. Bottom line, he didn't really get it done. Okay, Mayfield has pretty much gotten it done. Even in their loss to Iowa State, he played well. I, I wouldn't leave him totally off the ballot, but I will say it, it will – Factor would factor into my decision, and I don't. I don't think it will ultimately cost him the Heisman Trophy. But I put it out there Saturday. I'm like, it, you have to think about it if you're a voter because it's not just what you do on the field. It's you know, it's the whole embodiment of college football. And listen, none of these guys are saints. Okay, I get it, but you just can't do that. I mean, there's some things I don't want to say it's unforgivable because it's not. But the way he did it. Uh, the way he drew attention to it, and like you said, it wasn't anything that he did on the sideline or just kind of a, you know, a quick, you know, how do you do kind of thing. With I mean, it was up. It, he wanted it to be seen. He wanted it to be noticed. And uh, you know, if it cost him the Heisman, a I think it's wrong. Me but too. B he's got nobody to blame but himself. And, and you know, it, it's like the, it's like the coach that you know leaves the, the starters in when they're up 58 to nothing and they're still running plays on the goal line, okay? Uh, eventually, if somebody takes a cheap shot at one of your starters and gets them hurt when they should be standing next to you, ultimately it's on the player that, that, that does it. But you know what? you got to sort of some blame there, too. And Mayfield, he, he's, he's going to have to live with this. I hope he learns from it. Not sure he will. Uh, and this is, like I said, the third time. So we'll see what happens when he gets into bigger games and and things like that. But I would not leave him off the ballot uh, because I think he is deserving of the award. But, you know, I would have to consider it. And, you know, got to, I wouldn't, I'll put it this way, I wouldn't turn it in today. I'd want to see how he responds to this. Michigan-Wisconsin on the field, the only top 25 matchup, a boring November Big Ten Peters, game. If Peters doesn't get hurt, is it closer? Closer? I still don't think it mattered. Yeah. I just don't. Probably but not. regardless, Wisconsin undefeated. 
Have you gained more respect for them with the two wins the last two weeks, or where are you right now with the Badgers? How about that? Well, I mean, you know, you have to give them credit, but, I mean, they're, they're two home wins over, you know, quality teams, I yeah. guess, but yeah. I don't need to want them to rank. Right. I mean, I mean, you want to look at it that way. So, you know, certainly an upgrading competition over what they've played so far. You know, Joel Klatt, uh, in his opinion, is, you know, aside with that ridiculous comment he made about, oh, are they playing Mercer today? <laughs> okay, well, you know, Joel, no, they were playing Florida Atlantic early while Alabama was playing, you know, uh, Florida State. But be that as it may, uh, you have to give them credit for the wins. They got to, you know, they got to go to Minnesota this week. That, again, not going to help them any guys. They, they flat out got to win the Big Ten championship. I, I mean, agree. that's the bottom line. And, if they do, then I don't think you're going to be able to leave them out. I mean, I just don't know how you would ever leave out a Power 5 undefeated conference champion, especially if you want to start getting into, well, do we get two teams from the SEC in? But if they drop that game, they got no argument because the, the best team they're going to play all year is going to be Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game. And they're, if, if they can't win that one, then they've got no argument. But you know, again, you give them a little bit of credit. I don't give them a ton because both, you know, we know Michigan is just so limited on offense. And, you know, Iowa, I guess, is just schizophrenic. I don't know what's wrong with I mean, I the, the outlier of the year almost. You, you no want to talk about Iowa over Oklahoma? It's not Iowa went over Ohio State. I don't understand where that, I still don't understand where that came from. No doubt about it. Bama, Saturday night uh, wasn't the best week overall in college football, and we th- kind of thought that was going to be the case. But sure. I've got to be honest with you. I, I, I was entertained watching UCLA and USC uh, play um, uh, under the lights um, yep. in, in Los Angeles. We saw two yep. NFL quarterbacks, Sam Darnold and Josh Rosen. I came away thinking, you know, this Rosen kid is going to – if I had to pick one of the two – I think I might pick him over Darnold, and Darnold seems to be, you know, the the apple of everybody's guy that needs a quarterback, or every every team's eye that needs a quarterback. I like Josh Rosen. Mora gets fired after the game because he can't beat USC. Uh, is right. Chip Kelly going to take that job? He's linked to Florida. Uh, the UCLA USC football game, and then the aftermath. We've got like three minutes left. Yeah, I agree with you, Ken. It was fun. I mean, you love to see a pack. Coliseum like that, uh, you know, regardless of the record. You know, one thing we know for sure, Ken, whether it's Darnold or Rhodes and the Browns are going to pass on both of them. So, I mean, you know, it really um, – but, yeah, I'm with you. I, I do like Josh Rosen, and we've talked before. I mean, to me, he's just got – he's got – he reminds me a lot of Aaron Rodgers. I mean, just – he can make just about every throw you want to make. And I'm not saying he's as good or even will be as good, but just the attitude and the gunslinger mentality, if you will. Um you know, the, this kind of like, hey, I'm going to throw it to hell with the consequences kind of thing. I really like that about him. Uh, Darnold, again, you know, he's the more prototypical, big, strong, strapping guy. You know, Rosen's a little wiry, mm-hmm. a little thin, but, I mean, I like both of them. I'd be happy with it. You know, either there's so many franchises right now that need a quarterback. You'd have to think they'd be happy with either one of them, but yeah, Chip Kelly all of a sudden to Florida, now that the UCLA job is open, that's 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 a little bit of a game changer because he knows the Pac-12, uh, obviously inside and out. He's recruited California before. Maybe he wants to, you know, live out there as opposed to, you know, going head to head with, you know, Kirby Smart and Nick Saban and LSU and whoever else is going to get the Tennessee job. I mean, I, I really don't know, but uh, that's that's three big jobs that are open right now in Florida, Tennessee, 
in UCLA. And I feel bad for Mara. I really thought he was going to get it done there, Ken. I mean, the first two or three years were really good. He just, for whatever reason, he got his franchise quarterback, if you will, and they just couldn't build on it. And I don't know what all happened there. I, I don't understand the reasons. Um, he'll he'll get another job either as a head coach if he wants it. He's not McElwain where they, you know, he had an ugly ending. He just didn't win. Uh, he more likely, my guess would be he'll be a defensive coordinator in the pro somewhere next year, maybe at least for a year. But um, it was a fun game. Uh, it was fun to see that place full. Uh, fun to see a lot of excitement back and forth. Uh, and, and that that is you know that's a city rivalry. We talk about state rivalries all the time. That's, <laughs> that's an excellent point. Rivalry. That's a city rivalry. Batman, we're out yeah. of time, brother. We'll uh, catch up with you on Wednesday. We'll preview the final regular season weekend of uh, college football. Ugh, yuck, uh, Bama. Uh, good to talk to you, pal. We'll talk to you on Wednesday. Okay. All right. Take care, Ken. Thanks. Hang in there. Yeah, thank you, buddy. Uh, Bama Bob talking uh, college football. Trent, update me. You're jumping up and down in your chair over there. Are the Hawks cutting into the league? Well, they're finally within single digits with a minute 50 to play. 70-61. Still not likely, but... Stranger things have happened. How um, much time? Buck 50? Yeah, 151. Bohannon's uh, shot it much better in the second half. Turnovers have been an issue. Uh, Moss has not shot it well. Garza really didn't show up today. It's been... Pretty putrid all around, but a glimmer of hope. So is Lafayette the... just kind of just you know running out the clock type of thing? Are they kind of letting up, thinking it's all they're home and cooled out? No, I was just keeping the pressure on, kind of quick shooting a little bit, getting them on the foul line. They missed a free throw, so uh, it's it will take a miraculous comeback. I'm not hopeful for the mm, Hawks. And then so they'll play tomorrow at eleven. At if they eleven lose, right? against the them. loser of South Dakota State, Wyoming. Yeah. See in the consolation side. Unbelievable. The bracket of opportunity, as well, it's sometimes I guess, called. I guess it is. Uh, we'll, take, we'll take it. That's all that's left. Uh, we'll t- uh, the 1 o'clock hour is still left. We'll come back with that. Dylan Bonds will be here at one twenty. Nick Athen on the Chiefs and the uh, AFC at one forty. Uh, Trent and I take this time out. We'll be back. Hopefully you will be as well. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I, Monday through Friday, noon to 2 on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom! Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State. And I'm Derek, his younger brother, who covers the Hawkeyes. We'd like to encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights as we will talk all things Cyclones and Hawkeyes. Jump over to bcdivide.com. Join us for daily banter and our social media pages at bcdivide. As brothers and fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry within our own family. Join us at bcdivide.com to embrace the rivalry. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Kevin Harlan and Hall of Fame quarterback Kurt Warner here from Westwood One with a preview of Monday Night Football brought to you by Jared the Galleria of Jewelry. Turning feelings into jewelry. That's why he went to Jared. 
Hey, Kurt, a very interesting game coming up from Seattle. Six and three Seahawks against the five and four Falcons. An exciting game that could have huge playoff implications. And you got a Seattle team that's coming off an injury to Richard Sherman. How do they respond to that? Offensively, it's been all about Russell Wilson. Can they find a way to generate some offense somewhere else? And then the Atlanta Falcons, huge win this past week against the Dallas Cowboys. Will that get them back to Super Bowl form? All right, always loud and crazy in Seattle. Join us for the Falcons at the Seahawks on Monday Night Football. Remember to listen to Westwood One's coverage of the NFL all season long. Right here on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Improve visibility when you replace your worn wiper blades with a pair of Trico Force Bosch Icon or Rain-X Latitude wiper blades during O'Reilly Auto Parts See Better Drive Safer sale. Plus, get a $15 O'Reilly gift card after mail-in rebate. Get premium blades at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now at the Home Depot. Get your choice of select Milwaukee power tools for just 99 bucks. That's a pro Black Friday price, well ahead of Black Friday. Milwaukee means top-of-the-line pro-grade tools. And right now, you can get exactly the right tool for the job or the Christmas tree. So hurry. The holidays will be gone before you know it. So will these. Select Milwaukee power tools, now just 99 bucks. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid through November 29th, U.S. only while supplies last. I'm Jay Farner from Quicken Loans. Choosing the right mortgage lender involves much more than just a rate. Quicken Loans has earned 11 J.D. Power Awards for client satisfaction. And we invented Rocket Mortgage, a simpler, hassle-free way to get a mortgage completely online. No one else has anything like it. So choose Quicken Loans, America's number one online lender. Call Quicken Loans today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Equal housing lender, NMLS number 3030. This is Charles Osgood. Small business never stops moving. So Dell's U.S.-based small business technology advisors are trained to keep up. Just call 877-BY-DELL to get connected with an advisor who will get to know your business and tailor a solution with Dell PCs powered by Intel Core processors that is right for you. So you can focus on your business and leave the tech questions to Dell. Call 877-BY-DELL to get in touch with a tech advisor today. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options?